0: man you'll find a strong woman the universe is not completed without the sun moon and star that's man woman and child so all you fake ass niggas thinking you're gonna survive out here without your black woman you're wrong they have attraction powers on the planet The maker, the owner, be free, the cream of the planet Earth, father of civilization and god of the universe. Oh, yeah. The population was 17 million with the two million Indians making a total of 19 million, 4 billion, 400 million all over the planet Earth. Arise, you dogs. It's the time for the Revolution of War.
1: It's six o'clock. It's Monday. It's time for the joke workshop here on FM and .sf. Yay. We have a full list and it's super exciting. And funny enough, nobody asked for comments today. So I don't know what's going to happen. What we'll do is I'll put the other mic on the side. And if you have like burning things to say or burning things to ask, please ask in the side thingy and we'll talk to you because we have plenty of time tonight. And uh, yeah, it's joke workshop. Remember, be nice to each other and et cetera. Cool. I'm really excited for your first comedian of the night. She's been so helpful. And like a couple months ago, she like wrote me an email. was like, hey, can I help out with Mutiny Radio? And I was like, yes. And uh, now I trust her so much. and I'm so excited because I'm leaving for Greece and she's taking over some of my shows. And I hope she's also going to be one of the showrunners in the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. I don't know. We'll see. She's lovely. She's wonderful. Put your hands together, everybody, for Karen Braswell. Yay.
2: Thank you Pam. Um, we'll see how lovely I am after this set. <laughs> um, I went down to the animal shelter and I got myself a little rescue dog named Wendy. And yeah, I chose Wendy because I'm just a big fan of Peter Pan, you know, just as mature and um, like Tinker Bell, I'm pretty flighty. <laughs> and um, so at the animal shelter, I give them my emotional support animal letter, you know, and they look down at this big long list, they're like, ooh, you're gonna need more than one dog. (laughs) In fact, take all the dogs and some Zoloft and you look like you need a hug. (laughs) So um, the dog's fitting in great, you know, um, in my apartment, she follows me all around, she's at my feet everywhere, Um, she sits on my lap, and it's really great because um, my love language is codependence. (laughs) Yeah, um, you know, it's, so what if active listening is just, um, begging for treats like this, you know, does your dog do that too? Beg for treats and you're like, oh my God, I feel supported. Does that, (laughs) does that happen in your house? Yeah. Oh, you sound, you sound sad about that. I think, (laughs) well, it should make you feel good that he needs you. I don't know. Maybe give him more treats, I think. Um, Yes, but it's better than like when you want to vent and you some guy just wants to solve all your problems. I'm like, "Ugh. So dogs way better." But I miss having a guy around, you know, for like the leg humping. Yeah. Huh. Um, going to the dog park, I swear, it's like dog tender, you know, and she is swiping right on every like Doberman she sees. You know, it's she likes some tall, dark and neutered. Yeah. Um and I realize all the doodles are on Grinder. <laughs> um, you know, but like the other day she sees this this Rottweiler and she gets excited and she's all, oh, nose asshole, like that. And I'm like, Wendy, no butt stuff. Not until the fifth date at least. <laughs> we got Pam to snort, okay. That's what the dog sounds like when she's snoring on my couch. Just kidding, she sleeps in my bed, not on the her own pillow. <laughs> Definitely codependent, yes. Um, But this dog, you know, we're getting to know each other. She's racist. Yeah, and so I was walking her, and we come across this, like, older Vietnamese lady, and um, she just growls. I'm like, oh, oh, no, Wendy, we need to stop Asian hate. And um, we we went past a nail salon, and she's, like, barking, barking, barking. I'm like, oh, no, I don't want people to think that I taught her that. I'm like, come on, come on. She's a rescue. Come on, Charlie. That, that takes a second. No fans of the Vietnam War, I see. Okay, all right, I'll work on that. Um, you know, I think San Francisco has so much pride that like even the dogs can be drag queens. You know, it's like, ooh, Barcarella is coming to the stage, and we've got Lady Bow Wow in there too. Um, and all they do, they just tuck their tails. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, yeah, so I saw this guy with a dog, and I'm like, hey, man, why is your boy dog wearing a dress? He's like, um, she is in transition. Like, does she know she's in transition? He's all, yeah, born into the wrong dog body. Sir, I'm sorry for misgendering your dog. Uh, he's like, oh no, I'm not a sir. I identify as a llama. Like, Ooh, I have to get off of Castro Street. <laughs> this is too much for me. Um, I was gonna do some more jokes I wrote down, but the dog ate my material. Thank you.
1: Karen Braswell, everyone! Yay, Karen Braswell. I wrote down a few things, stay up yeah, there. Right. Um, Okay, so you're amazing and I love your energy and I feel like <laughs> for this room, It doesn't necessarily work, but for Walnut Creek, oh my God, like you're perfect. Every single, like, I'm sorry, you need to do Retro Junkie. Like you need to talk to Arturo immediately because in Walnut Creek, you're going to murder with all of that stuff. I know that we don't get it because, you know, but like as, but I was definitely, okay, so I have one tag for you. After Tall, Dark, and Neutered, she likes that big dick energy. Oh. I think tag. that could be a good tag. Because especially without the balls, their dick looks bigger, no? Is that just on regular men? Okay. And then, um, yes, I after you explained the Charlie reference, I knew what you were talking about from the Vietnam War, but I didn't know because you didn't put any dark, swampy, Agent oh. Orange. There was no other Vietnam-y thingy. Okay. Apocalypse Now, nah. uh, anything Vietnam-y, throw it in earlier. Because yeah. okay. otherwise we don't know where you're coming from, Charlie. Right, because the other dog's name is Charlie, as opposed to Charlie, you're looking for Charlie in the bush. Yeah. But if you say something like that, too, like, oh, I lost Charlie in the bush.
2: Yeah, okay.
1: But even before you do that, you have to have some other Vietnamese 1970-something, right? Does anyone else have any comments? I just wrote things down. We don't have to today. I just, I love you and love your set, And you do, like, I know, like, San Francisco... In there are rooms for you where everything you just did, if you slow down like just that, they're gonna be just like ah! It was also it was clean. Uh, Put your hands together, everybody. Karen Braswell, yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: you look um, you look like a like a really sexy um, real estate agent. Like if someone made a. Right? Like, if there was a porn where they were like, you're like, I want to show you this house, and you find, like, it's you're not even a real estate agent. Uh, put your hands together for your next comedian, Colin Braun. Yay! And you can't see him with the physical eyes.
0: Also so much, does.
3: everybody. It's a pleasure to be here with my dog, who um, should have stayed. All right. Um, anyway, you know, I've been thinking a lot about mental illness because I uh, have none, we want what we don't have and uh you know with mental illness you can feel very lonely but with all those voices in your head are you really alone all right that was dumb um you know speaking of the vietnam war i i I saw it was uh yesterday was what the 20 year 30 year anniversary of apocalypse now coming out and i love that movie for the boot camp thing and i thought you know because i'm a civil engineer which is not a very intense line of training we would benefit from boot camp just someone yelling in our faces
4: Robin, what is your structural
3: deficiency? Uh, I got divorced. And uh, I have a lot more free time to do comedy. I did uh, did comedy 28 times in May. And uh, if you think that's a lot of times, you should see how many times I've cried. (laughs) Terrible. Uh, But, you know, I'm trying to look at the glasses being half full. It was full, and then Kyle took half. Stupid and terrible, um, but I'm doing better. I'm getting out there. Um, I'm getting rim jobs. Have you guys heard of rim jobs? My husband hadn't. <laughs> I hooked up with a guy who was tall, and I like hooking up with tall guys because they can grab those things, you know, that are really hard to reach, like top shelf vodka and prostate orgasms. <laughs> I um. How was this one? Going? Okay. Um, met a guy the other day. He picked me up at the bar. He brought me home. And then he dropped off the bus at the depot and then came back to my house. I like a guy that t- that can take control, like a bus driver or an airline pilot or an Uber driver. Those are the same joke, now that I think of it. Okay, open mic. We're just we're rolling through it. Um, the other day I saw an ambulance drive by a show and it was very distracting. the bright lights and the loud noises and it's just crazy just some people are really starved for attention. All right <clears throat> Good boy uh, my dog's my dog's a pretty good boy. He does have an issue though where he just he hates cops. Like if he sees a cop he'll growl at them he'll try to bite them I have to hold him back but it's crazy these shelter dogs you know sometimes they really take well to the training. Um, I am. I'm getting divorced, you know. And it, it, it. Here's how it went. We fell in love. We got married. Then the passion died. And then we got divorced. And what more proof do straight people need that we are just like them? I had one beer, and it's hitting me very hard. Did I have any food today? I had the jack. I had Jack in the Box for lunch. So no. Thank you. Um. Uh, <clears throat> I, I'm in construction and I'm gay, I'm in the union, I'm in the men's union, local 369. Um, and we're having issues just like all the unions are with manpower. It's hard to get good manpower these days. The millennials, they they just wanna lay there. We're, uh, we're affiliated with the uh, IBLW, the International Brotherhood of Lesbian Workers. Local six, anyone? Local six, local six when you're drunk, okay? <laughs> And then we're also affiliated with the American Association of Asexual Animal Handlers, also known by their acronym, Ah! and I think that'll be it. Thank you so much. My name is Colin Braun.
1: (laughs) Colin Braun! He was funny before, but now that he's sad, yeah! Colin Braun, everyone, going through a divorce, making funny jokes. Hey, man. Some people write when they're happy. That's rare. Uh, and the rest of us, I'm proud of you, Colin. Your next comedian, he's a happy guy because he's coming from Vermont. It's summer camp for this dude. Summer camp in San Francisco, and he's having a good time. It's you, Charlie. Put your hands together for Charlie Moore. Yay!
0: What's
5: up, mutiny? Um, I'm just gonna throw out an unpopular opinion, and then I'm gonna try to kind of prove it to you guys. Um, I think that sports games should legalize streakers and allow people to do it. Yeah, I think so. Because it's a streaker. Everybody's rooting for him. You can take the two most divided fan bases in the most important game of the year, and they will all come together to root on that one guy when he runs on the field. Yeah, it's truly poetic. One man, six security guards, in a ceremony of sticking it to the man. Yeah, I actually saw one streaker, and he managed to escape. And the people in the stadium were pretty hyped. He managed to escape into the stands. But he still got caught because this was an Oakland A's game, and there was nobody to blend in with. (laughs) And I also think every single sports game should have, like, one streaker, just as a reminder of, like, how athletic the players truly are. Because there's no better way to see how athletic the players are than, like, one fat security guard fall flat on his face when he's trying to run. It shows how athletic they are. And I get it. The number one reason we shouldn't have streakers is that it's a safety concern. Like, what if the guy has a knife? But don't worry. I talked to my buddy Ted Cruz, and he said that if all the players just carry their own knives, problem solved. What I think they should do about it is they should make a rule. The streakers can streak, and the players can tackle them or do whatever they want. It's like a vegan alternative to the running of the bulls ceremony. And the thing that's weird is, like, they don't show streakers on TV. I feel like they're missing out on a lot of money. Like, what better way to advertise the effects of your beer than a drunk idiot running and having the time of their life on the field? Yeah, I can see it already. This streaker is brought to you by Modelo, for those with a fighting spirit. Or, like... When the guy gets arrested, bail bonds ad. It'd be easy. And honestly, I feel like the penalties for streaking are kind of unfair. Like, I was reading this article. This guy got arrested for two years in jail and had to register as a sex offender for streaking at the World Series. That's kind of unfair, right? You agree? That's honestly unfair. Okay, this was the Little League World Series, but you already agreed with me. So, no, 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 no. (laughs) You already agreed. Um, The saddest one I saw was this guy. He was a streaker at a hockey game, which is stupid already. But the poor guy was so nervous and sweaty that the sweat in his skin co- the salt in his skin caused him to stick to the ice when he fell. <laughs> um maybe let's acknowledge some stuff. I am a six foot five, fairly good looking guy. I am living life on easy mode. I know I'm living life on easy mode, because if life was a video game, I am one third white, one hundred percent straight, and one hundred percent male, which makes me seventy seven percent straight white male. If there were four levels to the video game of life, I'd be on the easiest level. There were four levels. There was expert, hard, medium, and easy. I'd be easy level. And if life had five levels, expert, hard, medium, easy, and super easy, super easy would accurately describe your mom. (laughs) All right, that's it. Thank you so much.
1: Yay. Like a professional ending on your mom joke. Yay. Wait 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 stay up there I want to talk to you about something just for a second and if anybody else has anything there's oh, another yeah. microphone Your streaking um joke is perfect for coming up the World Cup is coming. Oh. The World Cup.
2: That's World soccer, Cup right? soccer,
1: yes. Yeah. I'm sorry you don't know about that. Okay. No, I I it's, know. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's it's really big and it's going to happen uh-huh. soon and and you if you can make all of that turn into a world cup joke. Just huh. think about like things that happen with soccer. Cause that happens too. When yeah. people streak and they're never allowed to be in a FIFA game ever in the history. When they make that choice, uh-huh. they can never see a soccer game again. Yeah. Anyways. Or the if you like
5: sneak in or something, yeah.
1: This, and also the bare feet on the ice. I would mention bare feet, ice sticking. I might mention a thing oh. about like touching a pole with your tongue or some kind of thing about the I, I, Cause you, it's such a funny idea. The whole streaking thing totally works but you need a couple little more details.
5: Yeah, like the p- sweatiest balls ever that they got stuck to the ice or something. Well, but even yeah. their
1: feet, something, something about water and ice. Some, there's got to be a science detail in there somewhere yeah. that makes that make sense. Ian has comments.
5: Yeah. What better way to add it? Yeah. But
1: because if you're no, being I a don't. streaker, <laughs> yeah. if you're being a streaker, you don't want to have a flaccid dick. You absolutely want to have a hard dick. Like okay. that's kind of the thing about it, right? Because if okay.
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Well, I enjoyed that. Okay, clap your hands together, everybody, you you. for Charlie Moore. Yay! Yay for your new stuff. He just wrote that because I hadn't heard that before, and I've heard everything of Charlie's this summer. Oh, all right. I meant that in a nice way. No, he's wonderful. He's he goes to all of the mics, and I'm so excited that he's working all his material. And when he gets to people that haven't heard his jokes, he's fucking amazing. And he's, I mean, gosh darn it, he's so cute. Like, what's he gonna do? He could say anything. So is your next comedian. He's super cute too. I wish he'd give me free food at the punchline. Put your hands together for Jared Zena.
6: Hey, how are we doing, everybody? Okay, uh, everybody, thank you, okay. Uh, I just uh, moved into uh, a new place recently, Um, it's got everything I need. Got my own private bathroom with a bathtub, got a kitchen which comes with a toaster, got a couple outlets in my bathroom, nice proximity between the outlets and the bathtub. a uh, nice place I like it um uh I live I live with uh three other people so uh, it's been a rough adjustment for all of us I have an issue with uh how uh, I always come home to stack dishes and they always take issue with me uh French kissing them as a way to say hi yeah uh, that's my culture um uh, If you don't let me do that to you, you're a bigot. Uh, I actually uh, just graduated recently from college. Thank you. Thank you. I am a creative writing major. And if you guys didn't know what creative writing is, it's uh, basically just a fancy way to say barista. That's that's all it is. Uh, But I do work as a barista. I work at a Pete's Coffee in the morning. Uh, it's near the tenderloin, so I deal with a lot of cracked out homeless people all the time. Um, uh, I think they're nice people. Yeah, they can be a little erratic and unpredictable, but they're just a little misunderstood. It's just, every once in a while, you have to remind them that a coffee shop isn't the place to be jerking off. Okay, uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. But at the nighttime, I do uh, work at at a comedy club. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it's pretty cool to get paid to be at a comedy club while the show is happening. I'm the one uh, cleaning the dishes while the actual funny people are up. But you know, uh, yeah. But you know, uh, uh, people say it's a think it's a, it can be a distraction. Uh, trying to work while a comedian is on stage, but I think it's helpful. It's helpful for me. It actually uh, helps me work because it helps me know what's going on in the room. Like uh, last night, the headliner mentioned how it smells like the place is on fire, and I totally forgot I left a pizza in the oven like 40 minutes ago. I had to run from my seat at the bar all the way back. Uh. (laughs) Okay. yep. Uh, but, uh, working a lot is actually starting to break me. You know, customers can, uh, say whatever they want to you, and you just have to keep your customer service face going on. And, uh, I can't deal with that all the time. Like, yesterday, uh, I was taking someone's order, and he, as I asked him for what drink he wanted, he told me anything. And I said, sir, there's 30 items on the menu. Are you sure? So yeah, just get me anything. I don't care what. So, I ended up giving him the screenplay I was working on. Thank you, Lauren. It hits. <laughs> because uh, if I can just get this uh if I can just get this scripts to be edited and revised so it's good enough to be uh picked up by a TV producer, I won't have to deal with dumbasses like this ever again. Okay, okay, okay. And uh, <sighs> crazy stuff happening in the news. Uh, Roe v. Wade just got overturned as a, as a man who believes that uh, women should have the right to choose. I am the most devastated in all of this. I can't think of anyone who is more devastated than me, who is more impacted by the— I don't even know where this joke is going. Give it up for Pam, everybody.
1: Hey! Jared, I know where the joke was going. You were saying that your sperm is so sad and weird that why would anybody ever want to have your baby? Is that where you were going with it? No, but thank you. That's where I thought he was going with it. Is that not where you were going? Okay, I'm an asshole. Uh, But wait, wait, but also on your suicide joke, here's a tag. Because you finished your suicide joke, you said, it's a nice place, I like it, I might stay, but then say, give it a beat and then go for like, 24-25 minutes or hours or pick a time period because you're talking about suicide and then you're like oh my place and you literally said it's a nice place I like it I might stay and then after that I'd say for 25-26 hours something like that
3: for the rest of my life
1: oh (laughs) see look at that
6: okay okay okay
1: okay Right, clap your hands together. Right, we were we just being helpful. You're very funny. Yay, Jared Senna. Of Yay. Shots Someday right. he might give me free pizza. Your next <laughs> I see him walking that pizza out. Your next comedian. He runs a show first and third Wednesdays at uh, Hometown Heroes down in the South Bay. Put your hands together for Wally Ippolito. Yay! Yay!
7: Uh, hey, I'm Jared Senna. Um... <laughs> The taller one. That's the butt of my joke. I love you, Jared. All right, uh, let's get dark a little bit, everybody, because I'm aside from Charlie, I'm the darkest one here. Um, I met my dad on Facebook Messenger when I was 25 years old. Yeah, when I saw his name, I saw red, everybody. You know, and in the heat of my anger, I told him to go to hell. Yeah. Um, you know, what nobody had told me prior to that was uh, how good I was he, at, he was at taking directions. Yeah, because a year later he had a heart attack and died. Yeah, he really understood the assignment. Man, and you know, I wish I'd have known because I would've asked him to give me a million dollars and then go die. But all he left me was was a, with was a jaded mother and third degree abandonment issues. Too far? All right. Fuck, that wasn't supposed to be sad. <laughs> but uh, I guess me and Lee will have to go talk about that in our next session, you know? Uh, but I am in therapy, so I can deal with other people who in my life who aren't in therapy. Uh, but through therapy, I realize that I'm a hedonist, and my fixation is my own depression. You know, watching and feeling myself be depressed gives me great pleasure. You know, I'm intoxicated. I'm in a toxic relationship with myself, you know? And it's crazy, because on one hand, I I should be working on my mental health. Like, that's one of the big issues in our country today, in the world today. But on the other hand, do I deprive myself of the pleasures in my life? I guess me and Jolie will have to talk about that, too. But uh, therapy has allowed to see me a lot. Has allowed to see me what uh what I would have never thought of otherwise, you know, you know one thing I thought of um what I th- one thing I've been thinking of is as men like we need to start showing each other more love outwardly, you know we gotta get past the fist bumps and like the high f- high fives like show each other more love like in, guys in in Europe they're like kissing like in India they're holding hands and like skipping down the street, but guys this is like this is America you know we do it big out here. So I'm proposing to all the men inside and the loud ones outside right now. Fuck those guys. But you guys in here, we gotta start sucking each other's dicks. Not saying, I'm just saying, you know, nothing crazy just like at your next super spreader event, just. Take your best friend to the side and let them know how you really feel. You know, just let it all out. Let it all hang out. All right, that's enough therapy talk. Uh, thank you. I I just came back from L.A. and I I think I'm ready for stardom, guys. I really do because uh, I came back with a lot of qualities that it takes to make it in L.A. You know, I uh, I developed a an eating disorder. You know, I'm railing a. Bunch of a uh, bad cocaine, that's really big. I'm getting mad at people for their pronouns now. That's my shit, and uh, you know, this kind of flamed out. But I'm Wally Hippolito. That's my time. You guys been great.
0: Same way you feel it. Let it
1: be
7: Wally known. Hippolito just back from LA, and
1: boy, is he's his mouth tired. Um, I would add. I'm sorry. It was just I was adding to your joke. Um, clits tiny dicks. So, just to add to your joke, whenever you talk about like sucking all the dicks, just remember that clits and dicks are the same thing in utero until like 18 weeks, literally the same thing. But clits are tiny dicks, so we should all just be sucking everything. No?
5: Okay. Also, I
1: just mansplained women to a man, which is cute and fantastic. He's awesome. Uh,
5: He's also talking about, like, other cultures in India and other places and yes, stuff yes, like yes, that. Yes, 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 And yes. I think you should talk about how, like, men should be vulnerable. We need an American version. We open ourselves up and are vulnerable mm. to each other. We'll, like, bump our glocks. Our, instead of, like, bumping cocks, something glocks, guns, something. Like, mm. you, oh, I don't like know, glocks? bump glocks. Yeah, yeah. glocks. Something like that. Gun reform. Gun, yeah. I love
7: it.
1: Mm-hmm. Go, 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 glocks. That sounds like sucking <laughs> cock, doesn't it? <laughs> go, go, glocks.
8: Uh, I don't. I don't have any uh, like tags or anything, but I would just say uh, I liked. I liked uh, the material you were going for, especially about your dad. Like that's like talking about emotional stuff is hard, and it doesn't always it it doesn't always work well. But I, I all of my best jokes come from stuff that actually hurt me. So. Uh, <laughs> So it's a, it's a good it's a cool thing to explore. I just yeah. Don't, thanks, uh, You might have not got the reaction you wanted, but don't give up on talking about stuff like that.
7: All right, thanks, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. again.
1: Be yeah, brave and kind with yourself and your past.
7: I I think you should get some.
1: Hey, I wear a tiger's eye, baby. I say get into the crystals. It can only help. Uh, any other comments for Wally Hippolito? Go to his show on Wednesdays, everybody. Wally Hippolito, yeah. Yeah, and then yay. All right, moving right along. Oh, hey, Ian. Yay. All right, your next comedian. What a joy and treasure to have him here. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ian Levy. Yay!
0: Hey, hey.
8: here are my jokes. Um, I was, uh, do you guys think uh, cult leaders uh, get post-nut clarity? They <laughs> ever just like, you know, they're in their, their sex chamber and they're like, oh, God, oh, why am I making them wear bonnets? I don't know. This, this, what, what, am I do, what am I doing with my life? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Anyone else watch Keep Sweet? I don't know. Just me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I like, uh, uh, to me, uh, I think social, I don't like posting about relationships on social media because uh, it feels like uh, propaganda. I feel like uh, every you know, if if you all any any hashtags that a couple puts you could also put on like you know, Soviet Union. It would just be like hashtag living our best life and then a little Russian babushka. Yeah, okay. Nope, nope, that's fair. Uh yeah, not all these are winners. Uh I think my my uh, girlfriend uh just listens to uh she listens to uh serial killer podcasts. Uh, well, that's like not the only. We, we both listen to podcasts together, but we can't agree on podcasts. So we'll we'll sit in the kitchen together, uh, with uh, earbuds in, listening to our own podcasts at the same time. And the primarily the podcasts we listen to uh, are giving us relationship advice. So as we sit there in silence, and then uh, okay, no, was, the only thing I learned is I should invest in Blue Apron. But the 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 main kind of podcast she does uh, she does use is actually. Um, uh, serial killers. St- it's just, it's all, every podcast she listens to is about how uh, men doing horrible things to women who didn't deserve it. That's that's her favorite genre, uh, which I feel like doesn't really so, because tra- it's just her listening and then I'll just be in the corner of the room and she just looks up every now and then and it just makes me, I feel like I'm guilty at all times. Of I just look like a killer now to, I'll be like, eh, like this new paperweight I got and she's like, okay, and no, I'm gonna bludgeon her with it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I uh uh let's see here, I don't like uh I, I don't like when my girlfriend uh, asks me hypothetical questions, uh because they're not fun. There's no is hypotheticals are only fun if there's no wrong answer, and every hypothetical, like it's like oh would you rather have a giraffe's neck or a cat's tail? You know like that's a fun, yeah exa- yeah thank you. See that's fun. But all, all of my girlfriends, no matter what she says, it ultimately ends with, would you leave me if I was ugly? That's the, that's the, every hypothetical just comes back to, it's just, if I had all of my face burnt off and my, you know, eyes for spoons, I don't know, Is would you still love me? And uh, the answer is obviously no. But I have to say, like, I have to be like, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, you, know, so, you know, I don't, <laughs> no, I don't know. I love her very much. <laughs> Uh, um, uh I uh do you think uh what was chivalry ever that good? Was there ever a time where chivalry was I, I think cause you know if a knight came today and like tried to actually be chivalrous, I wouldn't just be like, yeah, like was fucking simp. You know, I don't know. Okay, that was anyways. Um I uh I, I'm on Venmo. I think Venmo is an interesting app because uh, all of my friends think they're really clever, and whenever they send me money on Venmo, they'll put in the description "drugs." That's all they ever—they just go drugs. The only time they don't use the description "drugs" uh, is when we're actually buying or selling drugs. That's the only time. And uh, like the other day, I bought some drugs from a man, and uh, he said, "Hey, just make sure you put in like the description, like just say it's a burrito, you know." So I put "burrito," and then I sent him four hundred dollars. And I was like, I feel like. I'll catch on to our little scheme here, but it is, it is a crazy thing. The fact that like other people can see your transactions. Also the last communication I ever had with my, with my ex-girlfriend years ago, we broke up the last thing she ever did. She sent me some money she owed me and she wrote in the description, uh, don't ever talk to me again. Uh, and then a man I know liked that post. And I was like, oh, okay, that was great. Okay, that's my time. I'm Ian Levy. Ian <laughs> Levy,
0: everyone. <laughs> no, I'm
8: sorry,
1: I'm still laughing from your jokes. <laughs> no, nobody um, cares about their data anymore. Like um, those new sleep number beds or whatever. Like my buddy, he just broke up with his girlfriend, and then his he got into her old side of the bed and it texted her yesterday at 4.30 in the morning. Someone was in your side of the bed. (laughs) So like the bed, the bed outed him. His $4,000 bed outed him to his ex-girlfriend of his own drunk ass sleeping on the entire bed now because they broke up. Anyways, I just, I'm like, who is looking at your data? He's like, I don't care about who knows where I'm sleeping. I'm like, don't (laughs) you? So anyway, they're after you Ian, that was great. I mean, everybody, anyone with a Fitbit, you fucking weirdos, you want the government to know about your cholesterol? Like what's wrong with you and your heart rate? Everyone's just giving their information away. Yay, the future's all death. You're next to me, we're in an Ian rock block from the old Ian to the young Ian. Put your hands together for Ian Langlands, yay!
0: Yo, INS another correct danger. Break out the vest now tactical
9: Hello everybody. How are we? Good? Um, I was having this conversation with my friend the other day. We were in this heated battle. We were in this heated battle about Walt Disney and about whether he was or was not a racist. Uh, I was I was on the side that he was a racist. It was it. But people always use, like, really vague stories. They're like, well, there was this one story where he wouldn't let black people into Disneyland. And it's like all this vague stuff. But I feel like that's too – there's a lot of concrete evidence that Disney was very clearly racist. You just have to look to the movies. And don't get me wrong. I love me some Pirates of the Caribbean. It's a fantastic ride. But we got to call out what what the problems are. You know what I'm saying? I was watching Dumbo the other day. You know, (laughs) Brady, big Dumbo fan? Okay. I was watching Dumbo the other day, and uh, in Dumbo, there's this group of evil crows that bully Dumbo. And the leader of the crows, his name is Jim Crow. (laughs) It's a little unnecessary. I feel like Billy Crow could have done the job, but they had to name him Jim Crow. And now I got to think about segregation as this elephant flies around holding a feather. I don't like that. Sometimes it's a lot less subtle. It's a lot less subtle. You guys know the movie Aristocats. You know, you know that movie, Aristocats. Yeah, some people know. It's a, it, It's if you don't know what it is, it's this movie about these Parisian cats. These like affluent Parisian cats. I'm getting heckled by a dog. Thank you. <laughs> Get the fuck. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what do you do at home with this dog that it flinched like that, Colin? Anyway, moving on. Comedy. Um, is this movie about these affluent Parisian cats and they get separated from their home and they're on the streets of Paris and they get like taken in by these street cats and there's this one song called, Everybody Wants to Be a Cat, you've probably heard it before, thank you. Everybody Wants to Be a Cat, and it's this song, it's, just, it's this upbeat like jazzy song about like what it's like to be a cat and all the great things of being a cat and I swear to God in the middle of the song, the whole tempo changes it pans over to a piano, a Siamese cat pops out, holding chopsticks, plays the piano and goes, Shanghai, Hong Kong, egg foo young, fortune cookie always wrong. I mean, if you're going to be racist, at least be clever, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't even, <laughs> the rhyme, it didn't even like rhyme that well. I, I, like, I didn't even do the voice, I spared you the voice, but you can imagine what it is. It's ten times worse than what you think it is. That just seems very unnecessary. So my theory is, I think Disney, I think Walt Disney had a racist quota. I think every time they made a movie, they had to put a certain amount of racism in it before they like distributed it. Like he comes in the meeting, he's like, "All right, we finished that movie about the cats. Uh, Do we finish the scene where we're just blatantly racist to the Chinese? We haven't animated that. Pull the plug, okay? I wouldn't be cut dead making a movie without racism, okay? Just makes me worry about what they cut from the film." <laughs> well, it's like I just got out of a meeting with the producers. Uh, the plantation scene's not going to work. Uh, it doesn't fit with our theme. Hold for applause. Okay. Uh, my, mother, my mother just, uh, she broke her hip a few months ago, and uh, <laughs> she broke her hip a few months ago, and um, it's a weird thing that to show support for someone or, like, a loved one that's going through something, it's always bringing food. That's always, like the thing is like, you just bring someone food. It just seems like a get out of jail free card a little bit. Like, I don't have to show you any emotional support, but I made cookies. You know, I don't really get that that, I don't think it's going to make anybody feel better. Also to think that your cooking is so good and it's going to make anybody feel better. I feel like it's some bullshit, you know, like learn how to fucking season your casserole, Caroline. Okay. Nobody lets to eat that shit. All right. There was more to that, but I'm, I'm Bye-bye, everybody. Love you.
1: Ian, 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 wait. Stay. I have two things for you. I have two things. I have two things. Okay, a couple things. One, I love Aristocats, and I love it. And I love it so much. And everybody wants to be a cat because cat's the only cat that knows where it's at. It's a great yeah. song. He's. I know the song, the song. And in the middle, it absolutely says that. that. Okay, so when you talk about where the cuts from Disney, what they really did cut from their whole collection was Song of the song South. Is, yeah, yeah. So I feel like there's I a know. song of the South reference there. I yeah. mean, they so this is the funny thing is that they kept they kept the mountain in Disneyland with yeah. Brer Rabbit and the fox and the things, and but the story is dead. But they're like, oh, this is anyways. It's super racist. Yeah, and so maybe they cut the song of the South. There could be a joke there. And then the other thing I have... Is, oh like when you said. Food having feeling, like water for chocolate. It's another literary reference that might or might not get lost on people, but uh-huh. like water for chocolate is a book and then it turned into a movie and it's a person that cooks and they put their feelings into the food and the people that eat the food makes the feelings. So uh-huh. maybe watch the movies, whatever. Um, but movie it works. School, it's yeah. what you were talking about. So if you just like threw mm. like water for chocolate in there, it would you'd get another laugh. Okay. Anyway, does anyone else have comments? Are we? Uh, yeah, go
10: ahead.
6: Hey, buddy, how are you doing? Hi. <laughs> So, like, if you think about it, like, the black and white version of Mickey Mouse yeah. is actually kind of based on the stereotype of how black people look.
9: Mm hmm. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, it actually is true. With the gloves and stuff? The yeah. The thing?
6: Yeah. yeah, the face mostly.
9: Okay. <laughs> Anything else? Okay. Thank
1: yay, you, Ian Langlands. Yay. Oh. Yay. Up, they see. yay, Ian Langlands is my favorite. And I have favorites, and he's one of mine, and he's my favorite. I can't wait till big things happen to Ian Langlands, and I'm like, oh, I've always loved him. Everybody loves him now, don't they? Wasn't he always great? I know he was. All right, you're next. I'm sorry. Uh, I work at a new place where they. I'm sorry, I used to work at a place where they let me drink for free, and now I work at a place again where they let me drink for free, so we're all in trouble. <laughs> uh, you're nice comedian. Oh, oh my gosh, she's one of my favorite in the whole world. Put your hands together. For Lauren Kraut, yay! Thank you. Hello,
11: hello. Happy Pride, happy Pride. And not so happy Roe v. I wrote a song. Uh, roe, 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 we v- V. Wade hasn't has been overturned SCOTUS doesn't give a damn if women's rights are burned Thank you. All right, there, that's just one verse for it Um, Just because it's your religion doesn't mean that the rest of us have to live by it That's my theory on uh, Roe v. Wade and why we have uh We have to say something, we have to speak up. Um, I'm not, I'm too serious, I don't mean to be serious, I mean to be funny. (laughs) Oh, wrong place, all right. Um, No, but church and state, really, come on. Really, church and state, what are we talking about here? This is all very new. Also, what's next? Who's gonna get their rights taken away next? Yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm afraid of. So um, insert clever joke here and move on. Okay, my other thing I was thinking about was um, from an alien perspective, if they see us doing fist bumps and high fives, what do they think that is? Because that's pretty weird when you're hitting hands together and pumping fists. its I mean, it almost looks like you're going to punch somebody, but you're not. You're, you're being friendly and saying, hi, don't give me COVID, and... So, um, those are new, uh, and that's all that's new. Um, (laughs) uh, well, there's one other thing I, I have, um, therapy online like everybody else does right now. And, uh, my therapist usually has this very, um, dark background, wherever she is, I guess her apartment or her house, I don't know where she lives. Um, it's dark and has a little light and has one of those little lamps that uh, is a, a really a stone what do you call that um, it lights up and it shines and it's good for energy waves nobody it's a it's it's a light but it's a, it's a stone it's like yes Himalayan salt thank you <laughs> thank you so she's usually got that behind her so today she had this wood ceiling that kind of like fell like that at an angle. And, um, a little lamp that wasn't the stone, the Himalayan stone and, um, some kind of weird couch. And I, the first thing I said was like, you have a different background (laughs) and she's like, yes, I'm up in the mountains. I'm not, I'm not here. I'm not where I usually am.
1: So, um, I don't know where I'm going with that. That's (laughs) all right. I'm going to interject, but I'm still going to give you time. She gave you therapy on her vacation. I don't know if she's on vacation, <laughs> but she's she's
11: away. Yeah, yeah. You're fucking important, dude. I'm
1: important. She's on her vacation. She stopped. I don't know. She's probably in she, Greece. She's she, in Amsterdam smoking weed. With she, she's in Amsterdam. Hot sport. tall
11: guy. I'm like she stopped for you. She stopped for me. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? I'm like, maybe. Okay. Thank you. Um, all right. That's all. I don't have anything else to do. So, oh, do the minute All right. Um, just for fun, let's pause for a brief moment. Okay. That's enough to reflect on the concept of time. Everyone knows about it. We use it all the, thank you. Follow it or not. You're late. I lost track of time. You work for it. Part-time, full-time, overtime, all the fucking time. You get it done in next to no time or at your earliest convenience. Fuck you. I'm busy. You took your sweet time. Come on, man. I don't have all the time in the world. First time. Next time. This is the last time. You're wasting time. Eh, I got time to kill. What the hell time is it? Time's up, Miss Kraut. At any point in time. But you can't touch it, can you? And we have happy hour, children's hour, darkest hour, hourglass. Minute waltz, minute steak, New York minute, in a minute, just a minute, just a second, a second. hold on a second, who's said second, what's on first? I don't know. Third base. Well, that's my time. Thank you very much. Good Ooh, night.
1: Hey, Lauren Kraut. Yay. Yeah. My she inflates my dreams in habits. It's I had I was I had diarrhea the other morning and in between all my weirdness like her whole in a minute in a second, just a second. It was like I kept waking up and I was like, "What is Lauren in my head?" It was beautiful. Lauren Kraut, everyone. Yay. I can't wait, I know, but- all right, moving right along. Oh my gosh, another one of my favorite people. I'm so excited. Um, it's Gay Pride Month. He has like five days left. So six days left. How many days do you have? A three? we We'll give him all the days. Everybody, it's Pride Month. Clap your hands. Slap your dick against your thigh for Brady Pearson. Yay! Well,
12: hello, 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 Mutiny Radio. Thank you, Pam. Um, let's see, how do I want to start? Oh, how am I feeling? zippity doo da, zippity-ay, my-oh. We were just talking about that. That's the theme song from Racist Disney Song. It used to be their, um, their theme song. They would play it everywhere, right? Anyway, these are just, that's, that's, anyway. So yes, I'm feeling kind of down today, you know, and I'm wondering what I can do to make the world better and what we can do together, you know what I mean? Like, men... We know that women are really, you know, having a hard time right now, Roe v. Wade. And I just want to know that I'm going to be here for you. If you need that that load taken, if you need that dick sucked, you can just talk to me about it right after the show. I do this as a personal service. It's very exciting. It's what I'm good at. You know, Mom always said you should really uh, pursue what you're good at. Notice I didn't have get a job or anything, but uh, let's see. <laughs> what else is going on? Um, oh, yes, 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 yes. What else what else? Was I thinking about today? Oh, wait, wait. I had new stuff, and now I'm just losing it, children. What's going on? How's she doing today? It's gay pride. I'm gay. Everything's gay. We should all be gay. If you don't laugh, it's a hate crime. Um. What else was I thinking about today? Let's see, time, no, that's your your bit. I'm trying to think. I really did come up here with more planning. But since I'm going to be up here for four minutes, either doing whatever I can just to stand up here and keep it going, we'll do that too, right? Because not every day we're prepared as we'd like to be. It's been a rough day. I actually had to go to work today. I haven't been to work in like three months, and they actually made me do things. It was really gross. I had to like touch a computer. Ew. Install slack Yes, and a gay man doesn't want slack. He wants smack You know, I mean I'm so used to just being able to suck dick every day this idea of just sitting there staring at the screen that is not porn Is proving emotionally challenging I Mean I was so used to just jerking off in front of a camp. Oh wait, that's That was the previous life. That'll get me in trouble now next time, right? I keep doing that or maybe I'll make friends I don't know let's see what I, oh we okay you know what I really love about getting older is listening to all the young comics going oh my god I just turned 22 I turned 38 I mean I th- or, 30, or, th- or 29 or 30 because you know what no one's ever been 30 before that's never happened to anybody and I didn't know that anyone could be like oh my god I can't believe I'm I'm 30 well bitch I am 52 okay Thank you. Thank you. I have been around a very long time. I have been around so long that my first dating apps were mortar and pestle. I've been around so long that I've out that I've outlived Roe v. Wade. True story didn't yeah? less than 50 years. Okay. And um, I'm so old that I have probably swallowed some of your siblings. You're welcome. Oh, by the way, your dad was great. <clears throat> Delicious. All right, so it's summer, and it's the last week of Pride, so I'm going to give you a little fantasy of mine from a camp that never was called Camp Put a Tin Me and Put It In Me, Wisconsin. And it goes a little something like this. <clears throat> Oh, I love you, put it in me, put it in me every day. I love you, put it in me, put it in me all the way. On your shores, put it in me, I am yours. Put it in me, put it in me every day. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Brady.
1: Yay, Brady Pearson, you need to make merch from Camp Put It In Me And then you've got like, like the, like the baseball tees, like with the three-quarter sleeve and on the front, it's can't put a tin me, but it looks like a sunset, but it's also a butt, right? Like it's also a butt or something. I don't know. It's your joke. I just love it so much. You know what I'm saying? Your next comedian. she runs a great show the third Thursdays of the month in Oakland at a place called the Blind Tiger. It's downstairs in the coolest venue. Check it out. Blind Tiger, check her out right here. Everybody, put your hands together
13: for Sarah Guth.
1: Yeah.
13: Hello. So uh, I tried therapy for the first time during the pandemic. Don't cheer, it didn't work. <laughs> I'm just sad and poor. But no, I I don't think I was doing it right. I think it was my fault. Cause like, I know a lot of people who are in therapy and love it. And the only thing I did differently was I just. Didn't talk about it all the time. <laughs> yeah, we love therapy, don't we? <laughs> so I don't, I don't have a therapist now, uh, just Google. And uh, I, I've been seeing these articles that say that highly successful people have morning routines. Like, does it count as a morning routine? If every morning, right after my alarm goes off, I cry. <laughs> I, and crying is basically just sweating from your eyes. Almost like I work out. (laughs) No, I'm making the men uncomfortable. There's a lot of you here. I do do feel like men respond to women's tears like those tears are naked photos of their mom. They're just like, whoa, okay, I do not need to see those. (laughs) Please just put those away. It's actually a scientific reason you respond that way. Yeah, women crying lowers men's testosterone. Our tears literally turn men off, both sexually and functionally. (laughs) Absolutely useless at the sight of tears. (laughs) I guess it's better than the other way around. Like if our tears instead turned men on, and suddenly porn for men was just women crying. I'm pretty sure it's already the case, but like behind the scenes, there's so many men in this room. Yeah, (laughs) fist pump that. All right, so I'm pretty awkward at sex stuff. Uh, I mean, I call it sex stuff. But um, my boyfriend just moved to Vermont for a new job, so we're long distance now. And uh, last week he texted me, are you horny right now? And I was like, oh my god, (laughs) autocorrect is so embarrassing. Of course I'm hungry. (laughs) Always hungry. Normal people laugh at that, by the way. (laughs) You guys just like porn too much. Um, All right, so I work at UC Berkeley. And people are hyper-liberal. Like, last week, we had a meeting about preventing cultural appropriation. And uh, afterwards, all my coworkers started taking down, like, all of the office artwork. Yeah, they scrubbed that office of culture until it was as white as the people in it. (laughs) But then I was like, guys, wait, no, (laughs) you missed a spot. The counters, they're... Still black. I don't think people got that, did you? <laughs> the horseshoe effect. You try too hard to be liberal, and no. Okay, we'll work on that. Uh. Okay. I'm progressive. Don't get me wrong. I'm progressive. It's 2022. I'm down with everything. Like, I would not judge if my boyfriend came out as poly. I'd just come out as single. Nah, <laughs> we'll do a quick one. Um, Okay, I do feel like, does anyone else, this is just a quick thought on the car right over here. Does anyone else feel like movies that have 100% are Rotten Tomatoes are just like 100% fiber? No, we're not movie people. <laughs> this has been fun. Uh, give it up for Pam. Hooray for Sarah
1: Good! Yay. Wait, wait, wait. Just so you know, um lacrimation is the name You're a scientist but lacrimation is the name for crying. And so there are people that have a lacrimation fetish. It exists. Yeah, lacrima. I no no, I have a lacrimation fetish man when dudes cry in front of me. I'm so hard. It's crazy. It's so good. I love it when men cry. I'm sorry, that makes me a bad person. But I'm just trying to pay it forward. And uh, everybody clap it up for yourselves right now. Yay. Yay, all of your complacency put women's rights back 47 years. Yay, they just overturned Roe v. Wade, you assholes. Every single person in this room was so complacent for so long and thought everything's going to be okay. The gays are next, you guys. And then, who knows? Any of you outliers are next. I'm sorry, that's too real. Uh, Start watching Westworld. Read some philosophy. Your next comedian, everybody. Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. He has a show on Fridays at 7 o'clock at Emperor Norton's Boozland. Put your hands together for Dorian Trong. Yay! The universe is not
0: completed without the sun, moon, and stars. That's man, woman, and child. So all you fake-ass niggas thinking you're going to survive.
14: Roe v. Wade got overturned? Oh, shit. That's terrible news. I mean, one day you thought you, you thought your grandma got you some rights and you could just enjoy it and then just take it away. That's terrible. The one thing worse than uh, Roe v. Wade getting overturned, I guess, is uh, moving. Because uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, oh, man, this life sucks here. But it's just so hard to move. It's so hard to get into a car and drive a couple of hours with air conditioning to a place with rights and minimum wage. Meanwhile, there's, like, thousands of people trying to get over here every day and just drowning on the river. But it's, it's rough. It's hard. It's hard, you know? You know, the people in Alabama are like, I guess I'll just have a kid I don't want. And then another. And then another. And then they're going to vote so their kids can't have abortions because fuck those kids, right? <laughs> um, I think uh, I hate... I hate gentrification. Uh, I'm starting to think I'm getting scammed. You know, I don't think it's working. You know, the homeless are still here. Nothing seems to, to be working, you know, to you know help the homeless get them off the streets. Some people think we should get rid of drugs. They think we should remove drugs from the streets because drugs are the cause of homelessness. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't think we've uh, given it a long enough shot, you know? I think with enough drugs, it could be the solution to homelessness. I love drugs. I love it because it makes me feel good. And I think everybody here should just do drugs and then die. Because that's as good as life's going to get, everyone. Just do drugs and die. I mean, what's the alternative? You know, get a real job and, uh, you know, get upset at Amber Heard and Johnny Depp? No, fuck that, guys. Just just do drugs. Drugs are good for you. Um, I, was, I got high with a friend the other day and she said something incredibly stupid to me. She said, I think the world would be a better place if we gave everybody a baby the day the day they turn eighteen. I'm like, no, it wouldn't. We'll just have a bunch of single moms with two babies. <laughs> I'm uh, I used to be three hundred pounds and then I lost the weight because I didn't want to work on my personality. Yeah, you know I mean? Like, I knew it was time to lose weight when I know children started to stop me in the street to make announcements. I was recently walking by and some kid was like, Mom, look! He's fat! <sighs> it's always awkward when you have to hit someone else's kid. <laughs> but yeah, I, need, I, I had to lose weight. It was, my weight. My weight was starting to become like a liability, you know what I mean? But like... I don't mean in the way of like getting diabetes or a heart attack, cause I would totally deserve those two things. But I was starting to like get consequences for things like I didn't deserve. Thank you. I was uh, I was out on, I was dating this girl and we were in like a Asian 99 cent store, which is exactly the same as a 99 cent store, except the aisles are uh, a lot closer. And she was there for like 20 minutes and I was like, are you, are you ready to go? And she was like, what is your problem? And I was like, all right, fine. I'm just waiting for you outside, right? And people hear us yelling, and then I'm, like, trying to squeeze by her, and uh, and I accidentally knocked down, like, a whole shelf of, like, a little teacups. Like, bah, bah. people were shocked. They're like, is everything okay? They called the cops. The cops came. They're like, is everything okay, uh, ma'am? Did he hit you? And she's like, no, no, no. But, you know, no one believed her, you know what I mean? And I just yelled at her and knocked everything down. He was just like, sir, do you have anger problems? I was like, yeah, I do. But like this, this had nothing to do with that. I'm just, I'm just fat. Anyway.
1: Thank you. That's my time.
15: Boom.
0: <laughs>
1: Dorian drunk, everyone ruining tea time for invisible tea time for all the tiny Asian girls. I don't know. I, I, with the tiny teacups, I love China by the way, not China, the country, but China, the actual thing. I have a lot of China cups. I'm sorry. I have. If any of you knew me and you'd ever been to my house, you'd know that I have a lot of China, which is weird. Uh, Your next comedian, I'm sorry. I don't usually drink on a Monday, so here we are now. (laughs) Your next comedian, I can read the thing. Oh my God, she's one of my favorite people, oh my God. I started watching and it's such a depressing show. I've been watching Chernobyl, I am so sorry for your whole, the whole thing, like the Ukraine. Why is everybody shitting on the Ukraine? The Ukraine feels like Israel to me. It's like this piece of the world where everyone's like, we love it so much, but let's all shit on it. I don't get it. Um, but I love you and I'm glad you do comedy and I think you're so wonderful. Put your hands together for Vicky Kossel. Yay.
15: And gotta watch Chernobyl as well. You know, really? Yeah, so I can have some empathy for Ukrainians too. Um, A <laughs> the, the, the new stage, it's the stage in the new place. Same old podcasts, you know, same old great content and uh, new beautiful packaging. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I I love doing comedy. Uh, My only problem with performing on stage is that you only typically get five minutes to tell your jokes. And in my case, it takes people about five minutes to just get used to my accent so they can start listening to my jokes. (laughs) I I tried working on my accent, um, uh, but it's a Russian-Ukrainian accent, one of the hardest to fix. I went to uh, to a speech coach, and she told me, to speak like an American, you've got to open your mouth wider. Use your jaw. And I was like, that's exactly how you get yourself in trouble in my homeland, by opening your mouth too much. See, my people have been watched by their government for so long, they evolved to speak with their mouth shut. Not an easy habit to break. You can hear people talk, just who said what, that's impossible to determine. Um, A little bit about my comedy background, and I say a little bit because I don't have a lot of it, not because I wanna talk about it. Um, I started doing comedy during the COVID pandemic. You know how there are pandemic babies. I'm a pandemic comedian. Uh, My friend was shocked. She was like, you're starting comedy at your age? And I was like, forget my age. What matters is that I have a lot of good material. She's like, yeah, but you don't have any life left. (laughs) Uh, My first open mic took place outdoors thanks to the lockdown in freezing San Francisco winter. I asked my friend to come and support me and she was like, does it have to be outside? And I said, you don't get it. Outdoor comedy is the best thing that happened to comedy since early afternoon comedy. It's gonna be great. <laughs> uh, uh, room full of comedians here. Um, <laughs> an inside joke. Um, she came, she sat through the entire show. I thought she'd be laughing like Buddha. Instead, she was shivering like a leaf. Uh, but she was kind. When I was done, she was like, Vicky, you have a talent. Uh, Not only you picked the worst time in your life to become a comedian, you also picked the worst time in human history. Uh, You know how how comedy is all about timing. Your terrible timing is extraordinary. It's a gift. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Well, um, it's great to be out of the house finally. I'm glad the pandemic is over. Um, I didn't sleep that well during the lockdown and here's what I realized if you're looking to improve the quality of your sleep, get a job, because my best sleep happens right before I have to get up and go to work in the morning. Uh, and by going to work, I'm joining my stand-up meeting in Zoom, this is not a stand-up comedy meeting. It's a work meeting. They call it stand-up because everybody is required to stand during that meeting, even when it's virtual. And to prove that you're standing, you have to have your video on. And my Zoom video is never on. And my manager is like, Victoria, how come your video is not on? All I can see is your avatar, which is, what is that image? Is it an ocean or a cloud, some nebulous entity without a particular shape? And I'm like, that is me. That's me at 8 in the morning. That's what I look like at 8 AM, <laughs> an ocean or a cloud that hasn't yet taken any particular shape. Um, Yeah, but everything is virtual these days. Everybody's working from home. Um, People obsess about working from home. I'm not that crazy about it. I mean, I don't mind working from home occasionally, but I also don't mind cooking fish in my house occasionally. Usually, however, when I'm craving fish, I go out to a restaurant for obvious reasons, saying it was work. If you're constantly gonna do work in your house, your house is gonna smell like work. Uh, and that's my time. Thank you so much, fam.
16: Yay,
15: Vicky
1: Cossel. She'll never smell like fish. That was lovely. I love your accent. I think everything about you is amazing. And don't watch Chernobyl on HBO. It just it makes you feel like you have radiation poisoning. I feel like what? was. I was like, wow, anyone can lie to you at any time. Cool. (laughs) Sorry, just governments. It was too, I'm so philosophical today. Uh, Existential. Your next community. Oh, you know what we should do? Because you two have been hanging out for so long and um, we've been off and on the thingy. Let's um, do a, um, before Ray Khan goes up, who's next? We're going to have a little like, I'm sorry, puppy. The puppy's whining back here. We're going to do a little rosham between um, three of the waitlist people. So um, Jason Cruz, Jason King, and Hot Girl—I forget your name. Uh, if you can all get together, and then you do like a—you figure out, or you can mad dog each other to see who's up next. You can, you can all, you can fight each other. You can, but I also like the uh, the cat tinfoil microwave, which is like Rochambeau, but it's like the cat beats the tinfoil, and the tinfoil beats the microwave, and the microwave always beats the cat. Or you could just all decide right now. Someone just get up on stage, one of the three of you, because you're going to go in between. One, two, three, ready to go. Okay, cute girl, I forget her name, but she's so hot and it's so great.
0: Yay!
17: Thank you, Pam. Thank you. I'm glad they let me go up first. I feel like it's fair since my rights were just taken away from me a little bit ago. Um, but since Roe v. Wade was overturned, I decided since most of the country, or not even most of the country, just the people that lead it, seem to be anti-abortion, um, I would be pro-gun to align with most of their views, um, mostly for the late-term abortion benefits of that. Uh, but yeah, I, do we have any white trash in the audience tonight? No? Yeah? Yeah? Maybe? No. So, awesome. White Pam, or Pam is a, little, is a little white trash in her energy. You're welcome. That's a compliment coming from me. But I, I visited my white trash family recently on the East Coast. Uh, and if you know any white trash, you know that they love two things. Uh, and those are cruises and autistic people. And my grandmother, who is an amputee of like 10 years now, has been obsessed with anything medical for that entire time. And she really likes to spend most of her time watching uh, autistic people movies on Lifetime. And what I mean by this is, uh, you know, some little kid named Charlie in Bumfuck, West Virginia with Down syndrome uh, who can perform neurosurgery and it's, it's just movie after movie of the same shit, just like young autistic kids that can do crazy shit that could never be expected of anyone. And I just feel bad for the autistic kids that have lifetime. <laughs> what, if, what if you're autistic and you're not good at anything? What do you do then? That's, that's, that just sucks, dude um let's see yeah so when i was growing up growing up with white trash family uh usually means growing up with irish family so uh when i was younger i was i really hated italians i really wanted to be italian uh because i felt like they got all of the glamour that we didn't get but we still had all of the racism in our culture it wasn't it wasn't fair at all uh, and I grew up watching movies like Goodfellas uh, and The Godfather, and they would always have these giant families that would get together for, like, holidays, Christmas, whatever, and they would drink these amazing bottles of wine, and they would have this great food. And, like, the closest I ever came to that was Knocking Back Jameson outside my granddad's trailer park. Uh, and and it sucked because I was like, well, those those guys can only afford all of that luxury because of the organized crime that they do. Um, and it, it was kind of the same for us, but it was more disorganized crime. So instead of like a uh, bank heist or money laundering, uh, it was my, my uncle Jack exposing his penis outside of the local playground or uh, robbing the Seven Eleven he worked at. Uh, so that was, that was our Christmas spread, was a bunch of 7-Eleven taquitos and Mountain Dew. Uh, yeah, we'll just keep rolling with the white trash. My grandfather, uh, I think he has diabetes, but I'm not sure. It's just kind of a reque- prerequisite for being white trash, is having diabetes at some point. Uh, his, his legs have now swelled to the size of uh, two infant elephants and they're very they're very hard, and it's not good. Uh, and he this man has never consumed an ounce of water in his life. And if he did, it was not clean. It was it was from the brooks of West Virginia uh, while he was out cutting lumber uh, to provide for his 18 sisters. Uh, but he he I caught him drinking Mountain Dew. Still, after having these, these blood pressure problems. And he he turns to me and he goes, well, it's diet. And that pretty much just sums up the healthcare system when it comes to my family. All right. Thanks, guys. Hooray.
1: What, but I still don't remember your name and I feel like an asshole. Annie. Yay, Annie. I'm sorry that your family doesn't understand about water. No, it's uh, a, yeah, wow. No, um, you can't, you can't, Diet Coke is not water. I went to, I went to Arkansas once for shows at the Looney Bin in um, Little Rock, Arkansas. And when I got there, they said, don't drink the water unless it's bottled. But um, Coors Light and and Mountain Dew is fine. All right. (laughs) So I just woke up and drank Coors Light. Your next comedian, what a treasure, what a joy. It's you, Ray. You're standing up already. Let's get into it. Jump on stage, Ray Khan. Yay!
10: Thanks, Pam. Hey, guys. How are you? Happy Monday. Cool. I like the stage nice and high. Make me even fucking taller. That's great. I'm like a giant up here. It does lower the ceiling a little bit. So it's all makes me happy. Um, hey, guys. Uh, I come from a very educated family. Yeah, my, uh, my my father's got a PhD in entomology, and my mom's got two master's degrees, both in education. Yeah, so if you know anything about genetics, you know that I am a huge disappointment. Yeah, 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 I'm up here on an elevated stage in Pam Benjamin's house. I love it. Oh, my God. I do have a little bit of an education. I'm a physician assistant in orthopedics, and your story, young lady, little Anne, um, reminds me of... Uh, Many many stories. Um, I had um, one of the first uh, surgeries I performed and assisted with was an amputation, um, which was cool, which was interesting, which was gory, which was unexpected. And uh, the person who um, we uh, did the procedure on sent me a card about maybe six months later. It was the coolest card I ever got before. I never got a card like this. It, it had a picture of a ballerina, and, and you know the ballerina's is like you know supposed to be like this in front of the card. It was an the, the person who gave me the card cut the leg off and put a Band-Aid on it. And I said, thank you so much for helping me, Doc. It was awesome. Best card. I kept, that's the only fucking card I ever took, kept from the whole practice. So very happy about that. Um, I got a certain look to myself. Uh, many people call it ethnically ambiguous. Nobody knows what I am. My, my, uh, my wife, when we were first dating, she had no idea what I was. And she was, she, was too, she was too polite to ask. You know, she had too much manners. So she would ask me, but in a super indirect way, she'd be like, oh, hey, Ray, you wanna go to a movie? Let's go to a movie. You wanna go to a movie? Hey, let's go to a movie and a dinner, yeah. How about we check out, you know, let's let's go to see Coco. You know the movie about Dia de las, Dia de las Muertas? Yeah, would that flip your ball? Maybe a quesadilla, huh? What do you think, huh? to taco loco i'm like no sweetie i don't feel like it she's like okay cool how about like you want to get some lumpia you want to get some lumpia how about some lumpia yeah let's get some lumpia check out a pacquiao fight huh magundung pacquiao i'm like no sweetheart It's okay, I know what you're getting at. She's like, okay, cool, well, let's just search for a luau. You wanna search for a luau? Where are you from? I mean, we wanna search for a luau? Cool, take a a look at the movie, check out The Rock or something. I'm like, sweetheart, I know what you're getting at. If you don't know where I'm coming from, just ask me. It's perfectly fine, I am 100% Pakistani. Yeah, I was born here, but my parents are from Pakistan. It's okay, she's like, oh, cool, samosas and diarrhea. Let's do this. I'm like, yes, honey, you, will you marry me? It didn't take long at all. It was a short courtship. Um, anybody have any irrational fears growing up? Hey, doggy. Sweet. Yeah, I had a lot of irrational fears growing up. When I was young, I, uh, I was very afraid of dark closets. Couldn't go into them, couldn't look into them, was really scared. One weekend, uh, one weekend, uh uh one week the uh, light bulb went out in my refrigerator yeah lost seven pounds lost seven pounds yeah yeah true man no no call that the boogeyman diet hell yeah all right hey i met a um i met a girl the other day um she was persian you know these persian people you know that you know they're from they're fucking from iran did you know that you can yeah is that crazy you can just say you're from persia that's not cool we can harken back to countries from days of yore and just claim it as ours that's not cool right i love it let's take it a step further why don't you ask me where i'm from i'm from babylonia hell yeah dude i'm from babylonia i got i got gardens and shit hell yeah Yeah, ask me where i'm from I'm from Mesopotamia, yeah, we got clay pots and the the, the, uh, the cradle of civilization, yeah. Absolutely, where am I from, ask me. I'm from Pangea, yeah, 300 million years ago, no water, just land. Then my people, everybody. Hey, thanks a lot, guys, appreciate it. Monday. Yay! Yay! Yay,
1: yay, yay, ray, 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 raycon, yay, 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 yay. Yes, no, thank you. Uh, we're all having fun, and I'm excited. I'm in a good mood. Uh, we're, you know what? We're, before we get back to our list, we're gonna do another like crazy wait list roshambo on it. So Jason King and uh, and Jason Cruz, the two Jasons, have got to get up. Jason to Jason, who's going up next? Thank you, Jason to Jason, who's up? Oh, it's Jason, it's Jason King. Everyone, yay!
18: Yeah, give it up for yourselves, everybody. Okay, okay. I uh, I feel like a lot of people will say um, someone, uh, I, I don't know if you heard this before, but a lot of people will say, oh, he died doing what he loved. You know, he, died, he died doing what he loved. I had a friend who died in a climbing accident, and they were like, yeah, well, at least he died doing what he loved. And I was like, yeah. think he died on the way down (laughs) or 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 do you think you think he enjoyed do you think he loved it right before he thought he was dying you know think he was just falling from the cliff like having such a good time (laughs) this mic is fucking me up right now I'm sorry no yeah you you think he was falling yeah it's not gonna work it's not gonna work now all right we gotta keep going now (sighs) Fuck all right let's see You guys, uh, when you started having t- uh sex, did anybody tell you to do the whiff test? No, never, never, no one ever told you that. Like you have to, you have to take a whiff, to like figure out if it's like safe or not from STDs. Never heard this. That's just me. Yeah, it's just weird. I I don't, I don't get people who say this. Like I didn't know that like, sex ed had a scratch and sniff lesson. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the, the the crazy thing is, like, healthy genitals don't smell good either. <laughs> you <know? laughs> right? You just go down there, it's like, oh. smells like smells like sweat and mothballs. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Seems safe to suck. <laughs> <You
11: know?
18: laughs> uh, I uh, something I realized recently. I feel like a lot of gay guys will say things that they should get canceled for, but they never get canceled. And, uh, you know, it's kind of wild. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I was at work the other day. I saw a gay employee go up to a female executive, and he was like, sup, bitch. <laughs> and then she was like, huh, nothing, just getting some coffee. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, he, he, like, sees her, like, licking, like, whipped cream or whatever. And he's like, I love it, you fucking slut. <laughs> and I was like, where is HR? <laughs> and then the lady passes by, and he smacks her on the ass. I'm like, nigga, what? And they're like, coming to the office. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there was recently an artist whose album went platinum because he sexually assaulted someone and then everybody went and like researched who he was and his album like shot way up now i would also like to go platinum and like i like i like like i'll never do anything bad to a woman but i'll grab a testicle <laughs> you know like I, like i like i'll be like promoting myself at my apology i'm like some of you may not know me and some of you may still need to Listen to my album with Jean on all platforms. <laughs> I know what I did was wrong, but not as wrong as what happened on track four of my album. You should check it out. I sincerely apologize is the discount code for my album. <laughs> okay. We don't like assault jokes, especially when you're doing the assault, Jason. All right, cool. <laughs> I uh, Let's see. You guys, ever, you guys ever go to a doctor, like you have something wrong with you, and the doctor runs all the tests, and he's like, everything's fine right? I never trust that. I don't trust that I'm okay, all right? Because they can't test for things that they don't know about yet, right? Like, I'm sure, like, 600 years ago, like, medieval medical exams all came back clean, right? Like, you'd walk in there, you're mauled by a bear, and the doctor's like, well, your eyesight's 20-20. <laughs> all right, let's see. I uh, Do you guys remember when we used to spell out insults, you know? Like you are U G L Y, ugly. Do you remember that? <laughs> exact. I might use that now. Yeah, you guys, you guys remember that? I don't know why we did that. It just doesn't seem effective. It doesn't seem like it like saves time at all. You're just spending more time around an ugly person. And I I went to share this epiphany with my niece, and she was like, "You are an L O S E R, loser." And I was like, "God damn, that was effective." <laughs> <laughs> it lasted so long. <laughs> all right, guys, my time. Peace out. Thank you.
1: Yay, Jason King. Ugly people fuck, too, although you're so pretty. I'm sure everyone wants to fuck you all the time. Yay, Jason King, yay. I'm sorry. Sometimes things come off as creepy here at the radio station, and I hope that later I don't get canceled for yelling weird things. like, like I love your pearls, Jason. I've always wanted a pearl necklace, and you have so many of them. But he literally does have... I'm you. I shouldn't say these things on the radio because without the context, things are weird. I'm supposed to let everybody know. Super sad face cat pick Just let me know that there is no eerie thingamabobber tonight. There's no blarney stone. I think it's called. It's fun. They don't give you any drink discounts, but they do have cheap booze. So it's nice, but they're not having it tonight. So whatever. I'm just supposed to let everybody know, that doesn't exist. And there's also no, and then also there's no more um, Pacifica. So all you can do is go to the ring and, oh my God, who wants to spend $47 to go round trip to San Mateo tonight? Not any of us. Okay, your next comedian, put your hands together. I have to look at the list, all right, Great causal, yay! yay, woo. What happened to my music, did I miss it?
19: you thank you very
1: much
19: oh wow the room really got emptied as soon as I came on hello everybody uh how you doing got a question for y'all anybody still watch TV anybody still bull yes you watch TV like I read I used to watch TV there's this show called 911. And it starts with them saying, nine one one, what's your emergency? What's your emergency? Sir, what is your emergency? You don't look like you're in one. Sorry. My emergency there is nothing to watch. I think that my generation is the only generation without content. I mean even rich people have nothing to watch. And I'm not talking about the fake rich, okay? No five or ten million bullshit, all right? Talking about billionaires. The real rich. Even Jeff Bezos does nothing to watch. And he owns Amazon.
8: <laughs>
19: yeah. People used to say that TV eats away the brain. <laughs> but nobody watches TV anymore. So I guess that TV eats away the brain and the viewers. In math, prime numbers thin out but never end, and I think that primetime TV is now like prime numbers because people watch TV every week, then every other week, then every other other week, but no matter how few people are watching, TV will never die because it will always be divisible by at least one viewer. Somebody out there is watching. It's me, don't tell anyone. Saw an ad for this movie that came out on Disney Plus. All right, it came out on Disney Plus because everyone walked out the theater. Disney Plus is theater minus. The same movies that come on Netflix, they play on TV. I guess that even though TV is dead, they still want to keep it posted, you know? No one watches Good Morning America anymore. Good morning, America. Wake up. No one is watching. So a few people watch the Oscars now that I think they need their own independent film category. Yeah, saw the new Batman movie. Anybody in here see the new Batman movie? Yeah. 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 You want to know how it ended? I left. Oh, my God. Netflix is like a gallery of unwatchable paintings. You bounce from painting to painting like a game of pinball. What happened to Hollywood, guys? What happened to Hollywood? They used to call Hollywood Boulevard the Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Now, Hollywood Boulevard is walking down itself. Movies are ridiculously expensive and theaters are empty on opening night because who is going to pay $500 to sit with a bunch of other broke people? I know I'm not. That's why I'm here. Didn't cost a cent. (laughs) Uh, There's no quality control on movies anymore. Saw this movie and the plot was so thin that if there was a twist, it would break. I was watching... I was watching, never never gets old, <laughs> I was watching one of the Terminator movies on Netflix, and it was so boring that when I tried to skip, it couldn't even buffer 10 seconds into the future.
5: I mean, where is John Connor when you need him, goddammit? Get to the chopper. Arr.
19: Tried watching a Netflix original series, and it was an original amount of pain. You guys like old movie stars? Anyone like old movie stars? Yeah. John Wayne. Bruce Wallace. Let me tell you. Liam Neeson was the best. Liam Neeson was the best. No matter how many movies he makes, his accent will never be taken. I will find you. And I will not be able to understand a goddamn thing you're saying, guys. Thank you so much. Y'all been wonderful. Pam, I love the new setup. Keep it. Thank you so much
1: Oh, yay for great causal. Yay. Oh, so you do. You like the way the only reason that I left the stage this way is that we had voting people here so people can vote here. Cause like, I know I'm all right. So people can vote here now. It's fine. They pay me. It's great. I'm excited, but when the we had to put the stage back there and I was alone. And the only way I could put the stage back was over there. So I couldn't put it back into its original thing because it was too heavy and it was too fucked up. All right, your next comedian. Oh my gosh. She's like, getting it killing it right now on the scene getting booked all over the place. And I'm so happy for her. And it's so wonderful. And you get to see her right now assholes. So clap your hands together because you're lucky.
20: To see Denise
16: Lee,
1: yay!
0: Damn, wow,
20: that was the motivational speech I needed on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it. <laughs> was not feeling good before this. Okay, uh, so my my mom is Buddhist and she hates how I dress. She thinks I should cover up more. Uh, last time I wore this shirt, she was like, Buddha is against revealing clothing. And I was like, but Buddha's always naked. You know, Like I've seen him in a robe, usually still has a nip slip. She didn't like that joke very much. <laughs> she was like, I don't think you understand. If you wear clothes like that, men are going to think you have no class and no standards. And I thought this was a very mean and accurate statement. <laughs> I was like, "It is what it is." Uh, so, so my mom, my mom doesn't speak much English, and she didn't really learn English because we'd go back to Taiwan a lot to visit our relatives. But there were so few foreigners that one summer, the only white person I saw was just a stray Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> He rode his bike up to us and said in very bad Chinese, he was like, I'm here to share the word of God. I was only 10, but I felt something powerful inside of me. Like all I could think was, oh my God, this white man is the hottest dude I've ever seen in this country. Watching him mount his bicycle in a suit and a tie, I was like, wow, athletic and fashionable. I took one of those Jehovah's Witness pamphlets. I was like, I don't care about your religion, but I will treasure this forever. Okay. Do we like, mm, we, we might like that. Uh, so uh, I grew up in De- I don't know, we'll see. Uh, I had very judgy Christian classmates growing up. This one guy would go around telling everyone that sex before marriage was a sin. He once told me I don't want to go to hell, so I'm saving myself until marriage. And I thought this was a very stupid philosophy because he was not cute at all. He was very ugly. I think we're going to stick with the he was very ugly. We're going to do that, okay? I was like, who are you saving yourself for? I was like, stop that. I was like, is God saying no to sex or is just everyone saying no to you? Okay, there's a difference. God is not a cock block. And then we hooked up, (laughs) just kidding, we didn't do that. Uh, One of my friends told me that when I'm talking to guys I just need to be more forward, more direct. And so I was uh, at a party one night talking to this guy, we hit it off and there was a pause in the conversation and I didn't know what to say so I just pointed to the night sky and I was like, whoa, there's a full moon tonight. Did you know in Chinese culture, it's considered good luck to kiss someone under the light of a full moon? It's not, (laughs) I made it up. But I was very desperate and he was very attractive. And so he looked into the night sky and he was like, whoa, that moon is a light pole. (laughs) And then I had no choice but to kill myself. Okay, thank you.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, my God, I love that story. That was beautiful. In the full moon, that was beautiful. Denise, that's gorgeous. That's really good. I haven't heard that before. That's a new joke. I'm really, I like it very much. It's very good. Hey, Dan, you just walked in the door, and you were supposedly next, but that's too crazy. I know. I'm just going to give you a break. And the next person on the list, who knows he's been hanging out here these and the reason is Green Jacket. He... Looks like a, he looks like my uncle's Vietnam abortion. Put your hands together for Connor
16: Norton. Yay!
21: You can't bring me on with a joke that's funnier than my entire act. Um, how's everyone going? How's everyone doing? Good. I've uh, I've been getting fatter. It's been happening. I can tell because at first, I was like, "Am I over-drying my clothes? Like, my clothes shrinking or something?" And then I started getting, oh, "Are you from the Midwest?" I started getting that a lot. Like, I I did this joke four months ago, and I was like, "Ah, it's not going anywhere." And then, like, two weeks ago, I got it again. "Are you from the Midwest?" And I was like, "Oh boy, gotta turn things around." I uh, I think that straight. Happy Pride Month, everyone! Woo! I think straight men are a little too afraid of their gay moments. I found it disgusting, honestly. I I had a gay moment recently. I was masturbating to straight porn, and it was a blowjob scene, right? And it's on the girl giving the blowjob, and then it pans up to the guy, and then it buffers. Freezes right on the screen. And then you have a decision to make, right? Do you exit out of the video like a homophobic scumbag, or stay in the pocket, focus up, Cause I asked my friend this question, I asked him that quandary and he was like, oh, I'm just afraid that, you know, I would like lose speed. I would lose momentum and then it would just be a wash. And I was like, really? Is that what you're afraid of? Are you afraid of picking up speed? You know, afraid that whistle might work too well. I feel like I didn't explain that joke very well, but it's worked before. I promise. Uh, I have more jokes But fuck, when Pam leaves the room, it really takes the air out. (laughs) Um, Okay. So the pro-life Spider-Man, did you guys hear about him? Yeah, he climbed the Salesforce tower without a rope in the name of pro-life. Called himself the pro-life Spider-Man, which boo, of course. Especially with everything going on now. Um, But I looked into the kid and he kind of like, he's this scrawny young white kid. Not a lot of friends, large online chat room presence. Bit of an incel, honestly, which I know is kind of like a douchey take to be like, he climbed a Salesforce tower without a rope. Virgin, obviously. He's obviously a virgin. But uh, but it was honestly, it was just my first reaction. And I looked at, you know, I kind of thought about it. Like maybe the people in that building that day, they had no idea that he was doing it in the name of pro-life. There were probably some kids sitting in that office that day looking at him like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? You know? Quit my job recently. Um, so you had to do comedy full time. And that's a fucking joke. Uh, of course. Of course that's a joke. Uh, no, I quit comedy because... Or I quit not quit comedy. I quit my, cor- I quit my corporate job. Because it was weird, right? Because I do these, you know, mostly empty bar room shows at night. And then during the day you work in this corporate job. You feel like a double life. Like you're an informant. You know, like the real one is you on stage. And the, you're the spy that's infiltrating the corporate America, you know. Like so one day, my boss is gonna sit me down and be like, "We know you have a podcast that no one listens to. Probably microphones all over this office." <laughs> I did a pretty good job too. I remember one day, I, I my boss was said something about like taking the Bart. How much he hates public transportation. I was like, "Yeah, totally." And I played the part so well that I'm sure if my coworkers saw me on stage today, they'd be like, "This fucking boner? Are you kidding me?" No, all right, <laughs> that's my time, guys. Thank you so much.
0: Connor <laughs> acid black,
1: red, Connor Norton, Norton, very like nice. Right I'm your next comedian. Hey, Dan, are you ready to go up? It was it's your turn. In the list and listen, you're cool. Okay. Um, someday I dream of, um. French braiding his hair from his hair in through his beard into like into like a a wreath at Christmas time, maybe and we can put some rosemary in there. Uh, Put your hands together everybody for Dan Berenstein.
10: Thanks, Bam. Thanks, everybody. Sorry, I'm late. Uh, I woke up uh, not
22: too long ago. Um, I don't, I, yeah, I'm on like a 25-hour cycle or something where I keep waking up an hour later every day. So like every couple weeks I'm sleeping during the day and then I all, like cycle's weird. Anyway, I don't, I'm 35 and I still don't have my shit together. It's really bad. Like when I was in my 20s, it was pretty cute and people would like give me pep talks and be like, Hey man, it's cool. You just you gotta you gotta wake up at the same time every day, eat three meals a day, do this, do this, and now people are just like, well, uh, good luck.
14: <laughs>
22: <Ooh>. <laughs> and I, uh, like, I keep hitting all these points where like I I see the people my age hitting like different milestones and I'm like not hitting those milestones. And so I keep having to like curb my expectations of, of what my life is gonna be. And you know, like when I was younger, it was like, okay, you know, if I don't become like a world renowned, you know, innovator, billionaire, artist, sex symbol, it's fine, it's cool, it's all good. But now it's like, you know, if I die alone in the street, Screaming in agony, it's fine. It's cool. (laughs) It's all good. There's no shame in that. (laughs) Um, I don't know. So, yeah, when the pandemic hit, I just, it was awesome to be honest. It was really cool because I was just, everybody was just on my page, you know, like literally when everybody started talking about how isolated they were, I was like, hey, I do that. Uh, and then even when the stay at home orders were lifted, people would reach out like, Hey, Dan, uh, what are you up to this weekend? I'd be like quarantining. They'd be like, Oh, you got COVID. I'd be like, Nope. Crippling anxiety and depression. And they'd say, well, Dan, you know, you shouldn't isolate, you know, social engagements a really important component of mental health, which is weird to me. Like I'm crazy. Like, why would you want to throw me into a social setting whenever I'm having a psychotic episode? Like, why wouldn't you treat Mental illness the same way you treat any other contagion like you think you're so sane if I spend time with you That'll rub off on me, but my insanity won't rub off on you a little narcissistic Don't you think and see that's how it starts see you were feeling good about yourself Helping me out, you know, and now I got you thinking you're a narcissist and maybe you're smarter than that And you're like well Dan obviously I'm not gonna listen to you because I know you're probably just lashing out because you're going through a hard time and I'll just assume you're projecting To which I would say, oh, how convenient. What a way to protect your self-image, you fucking sociopath. Only hang out with head cases under the guise of charity to mask a power dynamic you desperately crave, where you can deflect any criticism levied at you by gaslighting your little mental refugee into thinking their totally valid read of your psychopathy is merely a symptom of their own paranoid delusions. Don't worry, I'm gonna stop there. Uh, to be polite, but you know, just to to illustrate, you know, I'm just looking out for you, you know, spend a day with someone who has COVID, you have maybe a 1% chance of ending up on a ventilator. Spend a day with me, I'd say you have about a 35% chance of ending up on antidepressants, maybe a 13% chance of ending up on suicide watch. Don't worry, it's a four minute set, you're gonna be fine, and I'm I'm done, so thank you.
1: Dan Bernstein, everyone. Look up the Bernstein Bears. Started it work, and then they were they, stain and Steining? Your next comedian. Holy fuck. What an exciting moment that he's here with us tonight. He has my favorite abortion joke on the biz right now. But also, other than that, he's just super funny. Put your hands together. Ernest Evangelista. Yeah. i
23: sitting on your hug. Not till you burn it too late. I'm looking real good. Trade towel. Hey guys, how you guys doing? Stop clapping. You fucks finally fucking did it. You jerry ass fucks finally did it. You banned it. Good job, you banned it. You guys banned Jules. What happened to my body, my choice, you know? Okay, that's too close to abortion. You guys want to do the abortion joke right now? Okay, you guys already heard it though, right? Okay, I'm just I've been telling you guys the person who needs to save us from abortions is David Blaine Okay, he's a magician right? like uh, How does it go? I forgot how does it go? I because I was just thinking he has the he has the ability you know like uh, uh, I seen him take the ace of spades out of his mouth right imagine what he could do with the embryo and for my next trick miss miss you say you're pregnant you're pregnant check your pockets okay and this is the next level of the joke all right imagine he's like freaking Anakin Skywalker against the younglings freaking choking that freaking fetus out of your coochie. That's cause I was watching a lot of Star Wars. Uh Order six six. Uh I think that's what happened in Roe v. Wade. Um hey guys, how you guys doing? Okay. You guys aren't doing good. You should probably check. Um I don't know. Um Honestly, yeah, having kids is gonna suck for people because of child support uh, the secret is uh, don't have money and or have someone else's money you know take their credit card and uh, ID and teach your kid that that's how he's gonna survive in this world you know because we're living in a hellscape type world we're probably gonna be living Mad Max you know and my kid is gonna be the freaking naked dude uh, with the guitar playing. While you guys are getting uh, cannibalized, it's gonna be fun. Okay, this is great. I think I need to get aborted. Um, to do you kind of like? Are you kind of happy, Pam, that you got it when the getting was good? Like you're, it's like kind of like you got the retro abortions. Like it's gonna be like NFTs now. You can't really, can't really get them. They're gonna be. Rare and stuff I don't know I think we should figure out solutions okay guys let's figure out solutions to abortions it could be a business venture guys you down my friend I mean what's the most cleanest place we could get abortion at right now besides Planned Parenthood my homies tattoo parlor you could get a sleeve and then cut your sleeve off, and the sleeves gonna probably take longer. Okay, guys, you guys have a good night. Ernest Evangelista, so
1: topical, so beautiful, so wonderful. That so was your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody. So for Sydney McIntyre, yay!
16: yay! Yay, you guys! Give it up for your wonderful faces. Yeah, give it up for Pan Benjamin, she's great. Runs a lot of good rooms, a lot of good rooms. Okay, (laughs) oh, the Supreme Court can go fuck themselves. Yes, let's chat about it. I don't, I don't know. I think if you're like a psychopath or a killer, you should just make use of your time and uh, go kill the five people who overturned Roe versus Wade. I don't know, just my thoughts. Maybe like one, maybe like Brett Covenant, maybe he can just die. (sighs) That's it. You guys, we're in San Francisco, okay? We are liberal, so we are all pro-choice, I feel like. So we can, I feel like, secretly agree that we all secretly want that. We want death, I don't know. I feel like a lot of psychopaths and killers can just be productive, and like, if you're gonna have killing as your profession, You might as well be successful and be productive and make a change in the world, right? Yeah, I feel like I can only say that here, because anywhere else it gets weird, gets dicey. Um, Just so you know, I'm not a psychopath, but if I was mentally, more mentally ill, yeah, I would be on. Yeah, it would be good. Um, Good, just wanted to get that thought out. On to the next tried and true material, um, which may or may not work. How about genital herpes? <laughs> give it a chat. Give it a nod. That's right. I may or may not have it, uh, but we should talk about it as a society because there's a lot of fear and you might feel ashamed or afraid to tell people, but fuck those people. Literally. <laughs> Just fuck them. It's all good. Yep. Um, okay. So we've got that. I long time ago, was molested on a train, okay? But we don't have to get weird or feel bad about it because I laughed the day it happened. It was a casual molestation. I was on a train. (laughs) I was on a train in India. It was a tight space, a lot of things, a lot of luggage. A man comes up to me. He presses his hand against my vagina. I think, you know, maybe he's welcoming me into the country yeah, and I thought, you know, while you're there, just get in there. Just don't half-ass it, man. And um, so my friends look back at me, and they're like, oh, my God, did that guy touch you too? And then we looked back at our friend. She looked worried and scared and sad. I said, don't worry, Susan. It'll happen too for you one day. ha, ha, ha. Making jokes, making jokes, people. I didn't actually say that. (sighs) Okay, that's checked off. What can I tell you? Oh, yes, I got hacked the first time, but I almost got hacked recently. Like I got scammed recently in Los Gatos at a health place, and I was going to get like a free 10-minute phone call. Thank you. And they were like, tee hee, JK, for 10 minutes it will be $120. Okay, they can fuck themselves. $120 divided by 10 minutes is $12. You think every minute you speak is more than the wage of a child's labor in Africa? <laughs> I don't think so, Bethany, with the big rock on your finger. Go home and swallow it or your husband's come and get your allowance that way, you fucking bitch. It's a mouthful, but it's truthful. That made me hard. And you know, I think to end it, I think, you know, you gotta be angry sometimes because you just you gotta get out there and have that gusto, man. So just get out there and be angry and fight. Have a great day. Have a great Monday. Love you all. My name is Sydney McIntyre. Thank
1: you. Fight, 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 fight. 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 Sydney McIntyre,
16: fight yeah. That was beautiful.
1: Thank you. It's Monday, right? This is crazy. Right, your next comedian. Oh, there we go. Your next comedian. Oh, Tracy. Right. Okay, your next comedian. She's all the time on Tuesdays at uh, Milk Bar, and you can see her there all the time. And she says weird things all the time, and I love her for all her
13: weird, weird. No
1: one says weirder things. And your next comedian. Put your hands together for
24: Tracy. Wynn. yay! <laughs> Thanks, Pam. Keep it going for Pam. Did someone forget their beverage up here? It's like a 7-Up. Okay. I'll have some. Just kidding. Someone else can have it. I don't drink sugar. Um, uh, If I had to go back to hunting and gathering for my food, I would need to opt out of hunting. I don't own a weapon so I'd have to kill the animal with my bare hands. Um, I would much rather forage, um, starting with the Tartine dumpster, uh, the dumpster at Tartine, um, moving my way to the farmer's market compost bin and just cherry picking the top. Um, anyway, uh, I I think that people who externalize their pain, get violent and those people should hunt, but I internalize my pain. So I get sad girl and I just need to forage mushrooms. I On an eighth of mushrooms, okay, maybe even less, on 220 milligrams of mushrooms, I think I could start communicating with trees and they would tell me where to look for food. You know what I mean? Like the let Mother Nature guide my foraging efforts. Um, mushrooms, the great detoxers of uh, nature. Mushrooms tell you that nothing needs to be wasted; everything can be used in one way or another. Uh, markets can exist for anything. Okay, let me stay on track with this. Sorry about that. (sighs) Gathering, gathering. Um, A hunt for a hunt leaves the whole world dead. How about that? Uh, They say you are what you eat. A deer, a cow, a fish, a buffalo, a rabbit, ragu. Or little clams, berries, fatty nuts, mushrooms, trees. Uh. Foraging is hella boring, everybody. Hunting requires you to have ADHD. Gathering is like you got to be meticulous. You got to be slow. You got to just stay in like a mile radius of where you are because you don't have a vehicle. Um, Gathering okay this is an impression of me gathering and there's no food by the way there's no food Um, and it's just me in the tree and i'm like hella sad because i'm like malnourished whenever i'm alone with you (laughs) okay okay i think that's it that's it that's all i have thank you so much Why did I feel like I am home again? Oh my
1: God. Whenever I'm alone with you. That was beautiful, Tracy. Wim. I'm sorry, I have food in my mouth now, so it's super gross, but I feel like I'm in an ASMR video. It's all going to be okay. I'm so excited that your next comedian series, here. one of the funniest people in the bay. He's like the sleeper hit. When his fucking Comedy Central special comes out, I'll be dead, but he'll still be alive. Put your hands together. The John Gallagher, yay!
4: Hello, I'm gonna do it. Jo- I'm gonna do it, Jonathan Kennedy O'Toole style. I'll release it when I'm dead. It'll come out. My mother will publish it. It'll be cool, uh, guys. I don't know if you remember this. Remember when you're a little kid and you used to like fight, and so it'd go. It always escalate when you'd be like, "You suck," and then the other kid'd be like, "You suck," and then it'd ev- elevate. Where you'd bring other people into the fight, you know? It's like, well, your dad sucks, or like, fucking, my dad rules. And you're like, why is our dads? What are we talking about these people for right now? It's always funny. I remember, like, one time when I was a kid, my, one of these kids goes, like, your dad sucks dicks. And I was like, whoa, I'm, like, taken aback. So I was like, man, my dad sucks dicks? He can't even tell me he loves me, you know? <laughs> like, he sucks another man's dick? This is crazy. Can't believe that right now. That was nuts. I, uh, somebody got murdered in front of my apartment the other night. That was nuts. Yeah, it was crazy. The, the worst part is how I found out about it. I found out about it ordering food. <laughs> so, so I order uh, an Uber foods delivery, and then I wander into a candlelight vigil to get a, a food order, which is cool. I'm like, wow, no wonder this is so expensive. I got to get paid for a full candlelight vigil for this fucking pizza? Jesus Christ, look at this. Forty people mourning my delicious pizza. <laughs> really went all out for that. Uh, I think Oak. I live in Oakland. Oakland has the best churches. You know, one of the churches you can get mushrooms in. You know that? There's called there's a church at the side door. You can go sign up. It's fun. You can go and get mushrooms. They got guns there, and they're like, "Are you a cop?" That's how you they really do it. They're like, "Are you a fucking cop?" All right, you can get mushrooms. You're cool. You're like Jesus. What the fuck? It's legal. But this and then so one of the one of the churches gets you mushrooms sick and the other one just looks like a giant pussy. I don't know if you guys seen the pussy church. It's rad. Yeah. You're like, "Oh fuck, look at that." Like that guy loved God, you know? <laughs> he fucking loved God a lot. He's like, "Damn, look at God's. This is what I think God's like. <laughs> I love being inside God, dude. <laughs> I want to go with God every day." The cool thing about that church though is uh it, it feels really good to go to that church and be inside of it. And if you if you tickle the priest uh, really well, you can actually cause the showers to go off. Did you know that? That's cool. You can make that make the pussy church squirt. It's exciting. It's exciting for me. I was walking over uh and I think I thought uh you remember like when you used to be get told that like I don't know, have you ever seen walked like through a neighborhood and seen uh, like shoes hanging off like the electric wires and people like and then that's like, oh, it means like somebody was murdered here, you know? Yeah, is that drugs? Is that good? okay? I didn't know. I see. I, I know it was like something to like scare you. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, a dead person. So we get drugs. Okay. So like, I saw, I saw the gentrification equivalent of that on the way over, and I was like, just a, someone on a light pole had just uh, smashed a Pamplemousse Lacroix can on the side of a the side of a wall so it's like if the, if the shoes are the drugs this is like a fucking Starbucks is gonna be here next week it's like the calling card for that it's like you fucking a smoothie shop is gonna displace this entire fucking neighborhood anytime yeah, I thought that was cool uh, oh shit this is the
0: thing